Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. I am Gabrielle. I am a former New York Mafia princess, originally from Austria. I am the mother of three and the owner of Too Posh Boutique. And here with my beautiful co-host, Marcella, my daughter. Hello, I'm Marcella. I'm a dancer, choreographer, model, and designer for Too Posh. And I say whatever the f*** I want. Hi, my name is Cruz. I am a stylist. I also own the Society Salon in the Design District, and I am a short little Mexican with a big personality. I am Polly. <laughs> I am a certified sexual health consultant and educator, former professional dominatrix, currently working at the largest adult novelty store in the Texas Panhandle. What will they say next? Welcome to the Two Posh Podcast. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, and we also welcome Gino, who is joining us co-hosting by popular request. I'm here all day. (laughs) And we are doing something that I have wanted to do for five years. I don't know why we have never done it before, but Michael Savala, owner of MC (laughs) Studios, where we are recording for the last five years. Thank you for being with us. Well, thank you for having me. I wasn't famous enough for five years. That's oh, all. yes, you Whatever. I, I think it's like the people right in front of you, you don't think about. It's like they're always just right there. But I have wanted to ask you so many questions. And get, I mean, I remember the very first day we first met you when Patrick decided that we should have a podcast and we met with you. And wow, what a journey it's been, huh? I know. I can't believe it's been five years. I can't either. Yeah, we were in that little bitty shoebox, and now we're here. And I know it feels like it's been like that. Yeah, feels like it's been like that. And then, um, tell us a little bit about your life. I want to know a little how you were born and grew up, and how you got to be doing this. And Marcella and I would talk about what an incredible radio voice you have. It's just so cool. It's all manufactured. We have a lot of effects back here. No, so I, I grew up here in Dallas and always loved radio. Our TV broke at some point, and I loved cartoons. And my mom decided to, instead of buying a new TV, that she would just get us, uh, she would have no TV for a little bit. And so I used to listen to a lot of, like, cartoons. I, I'd record cartoons on, like, little cassette tapes and listen to them, and then, uh, like, old comedy radio shows, and I loved audio. And so I started dabbling in audio. I convinced my grandparents to buy me, like, some audio equipment, and started messing around with that and uh, and then just kind of fell and did some radio spots and did some like uh, voiceover work when I was a kid and kind of continued that all on until uh, until adulthood. So Wow, it's crazy you did that so young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just liked it. It was just something, I think I have like uh, Asperger's or something, you know, when you get really into one thing <laughs> and you just focus on that. I think I have that. <laughs> It's also something some people just know what they want to do and then become extremely successful. Yeah, or it could be that too. Yeah, <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, <laughs> diagnosing himself. Yeah, it was on WebMD. <laughs> can, you cha- can you change your accent? No, I can't do the accent. No, no. I wish I could. That's one thing I'm really bad at is changing the accent. I wish I could do a different accent just for fun. Marcella can I do can that. do British. Me and Jolie talk like this all the time. <laughs> See, that's good. I, I wish I could good. do that. Yeah, me and her would talk like this. We call each other and we do it in front of people. And sometimes we pretend like we're British in public. And so we talk like this so that people 
ask us where we're from. That is so good. <laughs> That's really good. Wow. <laughs> it's really funny when they do it together. It's yeah, we hilarious. call ourselves British twins. <laughs> I'm not a triplet. <laughs> Gino tries and we're like, no. That's pretty it's bad. I, I wanted to do voices for a living for a little bit. Did you really? I wanted My plan when I was 18 was I was going to move to LA and I was going to do uh, voices during the day for c- animation and then do comedy at night. That was my goal. Wow. Like and comedy, like stand-up, like stand-up comedy. Kinda? So no, I did stand-up comedy that? when I used to, yeah. What? <gasps> so, but then I, because I, I did com. everything's been based in comedy my whole life. Um, and so I thought, well, the next evolution is to do stand-up comedy. And I liked it, but it just wasn't for me. It didn't give me that, that fulfillment that I wanted. So I always kind of came back to this side of stuff. Like Isn't radio that so whatever. hard, stand-up comedy? It is. I mean, I it's it's like not fun. So I mean, it is hard. fun, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that must be one of the hardest <sighs> jobs to... Like, you never know the group of people you're going to get. Right. And what she's if, starting off. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I always watch, and I, I just can't imagine doing that. But it's never. also like one of my best friends was so funny like she was a literal comedian like everybody would laugh and i would always ask her why don't you do stand-up comedy she goes because then now it's like i'm work i have to do it yeah yeah just naturally it felt like a job yeah and that was my biggest thing is like uh, a lot of comedians that you see i'm friends with a lot of comedians and they're doing the same joke they've done for 10 or 15 years and i can't do that yeah like i have to write new stuff but it's so hard to write it and it becomes a job because you know you get to perform on thursday friday saturday so it have to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I didn't like, I didn't like that pressure. I didn't like writing jokes. I'm also not a guy that can just stand up and, Hey, look at me. Let me tell you jokes. I like to work as a team with people uh-huh. and just kind of be a character in the mix. And so that, that's more fulfilling to me. So this kind of, I always fell back into, you know, radio or podcasting or, you know, creating characters or things like that. I mean, could you have imagined years ago when you first started this, that podcasts would blow up like that what's funny is i always wanted to be when i was a little kid i always loved being in radio stations and like recording studios and i always thought it'd be cool to have one of these one day because i liked all the buttons and the (laughs) stuff like that right does look cool yeah it just looked cool i didn't know what anything did but it looked cool and uh i as i grew up it was kind of in the back of my mind i like to have a studio but no one was thinking podcasting was ever going to be a thing or what we're doing right now right so yeah um I always thought, well, it's going to be a music studio. But then I had friends that had music studios. And what sucks is you get somebody pays you for two weeks at the music studio to, to sit there and play their crappy song. And you have to listen to it over uh, and over and over again. Oh. My sounds like hell. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> and so uh, the studio came about just because we kind of fell into it. And then I woke up one day and thinking, this is what I used to think about when I was a little kid. And I've been doing this my whole life. And it just sort of happened. So no one thought about it. Like it wasn't, there was no actual plan. I didn't manifest it or put it in, you know try to do it it just happened when so it's crazy when i first met you five years ago how many shows did you have oh i have no idea probably maybe four a week or something like that and now we do probably close to 20 or 25 uh oh, in studio and then we do post-production work for maybe about the same amount or more wow wow congratulations yeah, yeah. Know, and we're just incredible we're still growing and again that this never was the goal right we were just kind of just messing around and, and then sometimes things work out just doing something you love. Yeah, it's all—it's a place of passion. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah, we've been doing this for what year is this? 2023. So we've been doing this since 2006. Wow. So however, but it's been three different iterations, and then we had a TV show in the mix too. So uh, the pictures we have them strategically placed above the camera line here, but they're kind of like different moments in the history of the show. Unfortunately, we don't have 
pictures of stuff back in 2006, but this is like some of that's from the TV show, some of that's from bits that we did. So like the current show we do now is MZ now, but um, we've had like two other shows before that and and then a television show in the mix. So in 2006, though, was it called podcasting? No. Oh, we were just doing we were doing radio back then. So we were syndicated. So we did a radio show. Got it. Online and on terrestrial radio. So we would do a show on a Friday, Saturday, and then it would go out at that point to uh, affiliates and they would play it later on during the week. Got so it. AM stations and stuff like that. Got it. That's oh, what I was wow. asking. That's so cool. I didn't even know that. So we did that for a long time and then kind of podcasting was kind of like the guy in his mom's basement type <laughs> thing playing Dungeons and Dragons or something like that. Yeah. And so we just, we didn't want to be affiliated with that, but here, you, here we are today and that's what everyone's doing and it's probably the most lucrative and best way to really get yourself out there. And so, radio's dying. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny too because I feel like you've been doing that since 2006. We did it for five years ago and I remember saying we were doing it and somebody's like, what is a podcast? Yeah. What is that? That's What do you do with that? Like, uh, talk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you have had different co-hosts too, right? Oh, yeah. We've had, um, oh, I, don't, I have no idea how many co-hosts we've had over the years. But it, it kind of changes throughout the show. You know, some people, I like to say we're like the Saturday night, Saturday night Live of Dallas because we get a lot of people in and then uh, uh, it's kind of a launching pad because we've had people that left the show and are now news anchors and like New York City and really? uh, actors and, oh. and uh, you know, they've moved to LA and stuff like that. So they kind of come to my show and they kind of um, flesh out their character or what they're trying to do. They'll stay for a few years and then they kind of bounce to do something big. So I feel like I'm Lorne Michaels where you just kind of just stay in place. Like I'm just going to get older and older and be on the sidelines and then watching all these people come through. So it is cool. That's also given us, that was a, a, an added benefit that we've been able to see so many talented people come through and kind of see what they're doing today. It's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, Chris Sapphire was yeah was, uh, from the circle, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, so he, when we were casting the new show at the time was MZ Live, which was going to be our live show, but we were going to do, that was going to be the first show we've done that wasn't radio and it was just going to be online. And uh, that was 2009 we started it, but 2008 uh, is when we did the casting call for it and he was the first person I cast. Um, really? And uh, we met at, at a restaurant where like 15 people said they were going to show up. So we rented uh, this whole room and had all these chairs and stuff. And Chris was the only one to show up. And then about <sighs> five minutes later, after we were starting, uh, this lady in a like a fairy dress showed up. It was it was like the block party going on in in uh, Oakland, and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and uh, she was like, "Yeah, I'm here for the thing." And she was, "But I can't stay for it." And so anyway, she ended up leaving. And so Chris was the only one there, and we hit it off, and we've been friends and worked together ever since. That's awesome. Um, I want to know about what you are doing in the future with the studio because you told me that last week and it was the last time we saw yeah. you and that's like amazing tell people what you're doing I feel like um, everything's moving I think podcasting is still always going to be there but I think it's all kind of a it's a piece of a bigger block essentially so we're going to move to do more content creation especially for uh, business people um, who let's say you're a real estate agent and you've got to brand yourself what's you can pay a bunch of money to the studios or a, a camera guy to shoot a bunch of stuff, but then you got to edit it and post it and stuff. So we're going to kind of move to take that spot away. So if you're an insurance agent or something like that that needs to brand themselves, uh, we're going to offer services to businesses like that and uh, try to help them out with their podcasting and um, 
just our content creation overall. And so I feel like that's the way everything's going. Everyone's going to be a media studio or a media company in a sense, whether you're a personality or a business. So having that strictly for small businesses, I think we're going to be our next, uh, I, the studio kind of grows as I grow in certain things. And right. so I feel like that's what I would want if I was in that position. So that's what we're going to fill that need. So that's kind of what we're doing. That's really smart. There's a lot of, uh, of, um, need for that. Yeah. And I don't think there's a lot of people out there. So a lot, there's a lot of podcast studios popping up over the last few years, but everyone's doing it as a money grab because, po- you know, podcasts are so popular and we're doing it as it's always been passion. Yeah. We make money from it, but it's always been a, a, a passion. And so we're, we're, um, in the boat, we're seeing the waves. We see where th- the needs are. We're, you know, we're not just, we, we're podcasters and content creators too. So we're in the trenches with everybody else. So if we see a wave coming that we think uh, everyone should know about or that we can help out people with, then that's where we're going to go. And I think that's been why we've been so successful for all these years. We've, there've been a lot of studios that have come and gone yeah. since we've been around and we're still here, even though we're kind of slow and steady. We're, <laughs> We've been steady, at least. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that steady. that quote? Slow and steady yeah. wins the race. We're the tortoise. Yeah. But the thing that, that is so awesome about you is you are, besides being extremely fair on your pricing, your your quality is incredible. You are extremely loyal. Like you, I feel like you create a family We try to, yeah. And um, everything is top notch. If you need something done, it doesn't immediately. It's kind of like, wow, that is so easy. So anyone that wants to start a podcast or do anything yeah. like what he said he's gonna do, you should definitely come to MC Studios in Dallas, like for sure. Thank um, you. What has been your f- most interesting or favorite guest? or most famous guests you have interviewed in all your life? Uh, it's changed a lot over the years. I'm a big Star Trek fan because I like uh, the idea that humans get it right and we don't destroy everything. Uh, and that's kind of what Star Trek is. It's like we figured things out and you know we, we're trying to help other people do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so a lot of Star Trek, I've pretty much interviewed everyone on Star Trek. William really? Shatner was my big one that I didn't wow. think I was ever going to be able to do, but we got him what? like you two did? years ago. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. And he told me to do cocaine or cocoa, I said. That's uh, the whole thing. Oh my gosh. Um, but Leonard Nimoy, before he passed away, who played Spock, we had him. So those you two did? are like a personal favorite of mine, but we've wow. interviewed. And we've did had, they come in the studio? Or was it? No, it was all on phone. Okay. And then we would, they were promoting usually events that they were doing in town. And then we would go to the events and then get like autographs of the wall and stuff. Like Shatner's got, we've got about 15 things in this studio that Shatner has signed throughout <laughs> the year. What so. happened wow. with that prop thing with him? What was that whole story? The prop thing. The what prop were, gun. Wasn't that, was that not him? Oh, no. Oh, you're no, thinking no, of Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Never cut that. That wasn't that. a prop. Now, we have not had Alec Baldwin on the show. <laughs> okay. But, now, we've had everyone like Bill Nye, we've had Kevin Costner. We had Bob Saget. A lot of people, especially during the uh, the pandemic, were doing a lot of radio stuff. And, Kevin uh, Costner. Kevin Costner was really? on. Yep, he messed up my name and his, on the liner we had him do for me. <laughs> oh no! Um, and he's an actor. Uh, you what know, he say? <laughs> I, I think he, he screwed up the whole line and said it backwards, and we had to make him do it again. And I'm like, oh, you're an go. you're an Academy Award winning actor. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a real nice guy. And then uh, we've had like Christopher Lloyd. All the, basically anybody I've ever wanted to meet or looked up to in the entertainment world, we've had on. Wow, and, and that's kind of who I. That's what I was looking for. Like, I'm not trying to, I don't care about Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would say a modern day actor, but he's kind of an older actor. Give me a modern day actor like uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I, I, I like his movies, but I don't really have anything to ask him. So I I'm, not, I'm not really interested in talking to him. 
But a William Shatner, who's 91 or 92 years old, who's been able to keep a career his entire life. See that old already? Yes. Yeah. Wow, wow. Really? And he went to space. Yes. Wow. He looks amazing. He does. And he's so active. Uh-huh. Right. And so I, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm 91 at some point, I want to remember what he was doing at 91 and talk to him about it. So people, I look up to people like that who have longevity and uh, who have figured out a way to you know, maintain their their celebrityness, I guess, throughout the years. Wow. Can we get Bill Nye to debate? Uh, I was thinking about David? that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. Wow, what a show that would be. That'd be yeah. fun. I'd be far out. Who would win? <laughs> wow, that that's very interesting. I did not know you had all those people. Yeah, a lot of the people cool. on the wall in the hallway here, We not everybody, but we put up a lot of the bigger names in there. If we can get their autographs in time, uh, some people unfortunately pass before we can get their autograph. Oh my gosh! Like no. Ed Asner, he we we interviewed him a few months before you he did. died, and uh, sounded like he was close to it when we talked to him. <laughs> oh was, no, he was coughing up a lung pretty heavy. Oh but, my uh, gosh! But yeah, a lot of lot of not cool people over the years. We don't do as many interviews currently like this year. We're not planning on doing a whole lot of interviews this year just because we're in a in a redirection phase, I guess. And yeah. And uh, we're producing our own stuff. So, but it, it's always fun to do. That is really, really cool. I know you, I want to start with this before I go to the next thing, but I know that you had a horrible accident. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your accident. <laughs> My life changing accident. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was in uh, a scooter accident, 2018, I think, uh, Labor Day. I was in Deep Ellum and I don't like scooters or anything like that because I know myself. I know I was going to probably get hurt, but I was with, uh, uh, somebody who said that I should get on it and they kept forcing me on the, you know, kind of peer pressuring me onto the scooter and it, where we were going was not that far and we got on the scooter and uh, I uh, fell off going very slowly, by the way. I wasn't, you know, I'm not I trying to be... I was about to ask that. Yeah, I wasn't trying to be like evil Knievel or anything. Uh, I was going very, I was being very cautious and very slow. Uh, almost to the point where the thing was like not even moving anymore because I was going really? that slow, yeah. And then we were crossing a street. All I was doing was just crossing the street and I... Uh, went over a manhole cover and I, you know how you get ready, if you're riding a bike or mm-hmm. something, you kind of lose your bounce, fall over. Well, that's what it happened. And uh, I get back up, pull the scooter up and I'm, something just feels weird. I'm not in pain or anything, but something just feels weird. And I stand up and then I fall right back over again. And I'm like, hmm, something's not right. And uh, I reach down and I can feel my bones don't feel like they should. My bones oh. ain't boning. Oh my gosh. And, uh, so then I pull myself out of the street and uh, had I, it, it turned out I shattered it in like 16 different places. What? Yeah, it was wow. a bad deal. Like your shin or what part yeah, of your leg? So the, uh, what is it, the tibia and the fibia. Uh-huh. The small one, whatever one that is, I snapped in half, which, you know, that happens. Yeah. And then the big one was the one that like collapsed from the torsion, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So you didn't hurt though? That didn't hurt? I think I was so much in shock that okay. I couldn't feel the pain. I did start to like, sweat and then i asked a homeless man for a, a drink of water because he was he's are you all right i was like no i think i broke my leg do you have a, a bottle of water that i could uh you know just drink so i was really thirsty and he goes no nah, man i'm not giving you a you know drink of water and then he walked off and i was in my head i'm thinking to myself i've given you 25 cents every time i see you you know in deep alum and you can't give me a bottle of water but uh wow. no he, he he just left me there <clears throat> high and dry but you were by yourself no, that's right. uh no my friend came back uh oh, okay. they were on the scooter way down the street oh, okay, okay, and then uh they had seen that what had happened and came back and then you know we called i wanted to ride in an ambulance because i'd never been to ambulance before and i figured this would be a good opportunity to ride an ambulance <laughs> and 
And uh, he said, no, we're going to call an Uber. And the smallest Uber showed up. Oh, my oh, God. And they got no. me in the back. Oh. And uh, the Uber driver gave me a drink of her water, though. Oh, nice. Or her Coke or whatever she had. She had like a QT cup. And she's, I was like, I'm so thirsty. Do you have any water? And she's like, here. Right? And it was like, had been sitting all day, you know, so you had the oh. ice was melting. And, Good mm. God. But it was uh, the best thing I ever had. Wow. <laughs> Backwash. Yeah. Wow. It's like um, that scene from the town. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. She was real nice, though. She did come and uh, she came back and, and checked in on me like as we were, uh, you know, later on that night. And uh, she poked her head in the little. No way. Uh, examination nice. room. And yeah, she was real nice. So, but I think she stole my wallet or keys or something because I have or my keys because to this day I haven't found my original set of keys and, <laughs> and she uh, just ran off and I think I maybe left them in the back of her Uber. I, I was actually wondering if why you didn't start dating her. Uh, she was about uh, 50 years old and, uh, and uh, yeah, just not, not my type. type. Not yeah. type. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so tell us about your recovery because that was brutal. You couldn't even leave your house. Yeah, I was I was uh, like recliner, recliner bound for about three or four months, I think. What? And because uh, I was supposed to stay off it for like three months, I couldn't put any weight on the leg. They had to put rods and stuff in. They didn't give you another scooter. They didn't give me a scooter. <laughs> they trusted me to, on crutches. I'm like, you, you, I couldn't even ride a scooter. You guys trust me with crutches. I had like a walker for a little bit. I kind of went from a I went from a walker to crutches to a cane. Oh my god! And gosh. then uh, after that, when, when I got in the cane, it was I was pretty mobile. I, it was a little bit slower, but I, I get mobile. And then I think I was in physical therapy for maybe a year or so. Oh yeah, it was such a bad injury. Good and uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. But so go ahead, the, I would say the great thing is uh, we were still able to keep the studio up and running because we had just implemented some new technology that I had just bought wow. like two months wow. before, and uh, that I would allow me to remote in and do some stuff. So I would literally. I was coming out of like operations, had two operations. I came out of operations like still like foggy, but I could still log in and work. I, I asked somebody to give me my laptop. They give my laptop and I can't even read the stuff on the screen, but I was working and doing editing and work. You know, we still had a show to put out. We still had right. stuff in backlog. So we were, I was always working. I'm, I'm like a workaholic, but that comes to that stuff. Wow. That is incredible. I don't know many people who would do that. Did no. they say why your leg broke that bad from such a... They think it's... Uh, and, and since then, I've seen videos of people like skateboarding or whatever and kind of had a similar situation. It's like the torque of like the momentum of you going forward and your foot. Because I was trying to stop the fall. So I put my leg out to sort of stop the fall. And I guess since the torque of the scooter and then maybe how I bent, it just like, it's like oh. a stick. Oh mm. my gosh. Like a wishbone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like freak accident. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I've seen videos since of other people doing the exact same thing. It hurts to watch, but I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So, Do you have photos of like x-rays and stuff? Oh like yeah. That? Yeah. Can we put that in the yeah. video? If I, can find, if I can find them. I didn't look at my leg for three months. Oh yeah. I would not be able to either. Because yeah. it was just, I didn't want to look at it because then it would hurt more in yes, my head. Yeah. Yes. I can understand that totally. So if I had to take a shower, I would, I would uh, uh, call somebody in and I would, I would cover up and I'd have them just rinse down the leg because I didn't want to look at the leg. Mm. I wouldn't, I didn't want anything to do with it. I feel it. I, I disowned it. The same. I disowned the leg. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my leg right now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so then... You actually went on the Steve Harvey, yeah, Judge, Judge Steve, Harvey. Steve Harvey show. Yeah. Tell us about that. So we had uh, there was an ad that came out like during lockdown about uh, on Instagram. Somebody had sent to me that said we we're looking for people injured in a scooter accident, 
want to hear your oh, story. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Oh, it's it was very specific about that. I think oh. they were looking for me. Uh, <laughs> like, what are the odds of yeah. that? I know. I did not a know A bunch that. of people. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody said, they said, hey, we saw this and we thought of you. It was a casting company. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm not doing anything. It's, we're in the middle of lockdown. And so I sent it in. And uh, like a week later, we started getting calls. It was a year process to get on the show, but we got on the show. Um, and uh, I was suing for... Uh, my out of pocket. I mean, I, thankfully I had insurance, but I was suing for an out of my out of pocket expenses, and uh, you'll have to watch the show to see what happened. Yeah. That's a plug. Yeah, <laughs> plug to where? Plug uh, where? Judge Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey, season one, episode eight. Oh, I'm not only the face of the episode. Uh, the line that I came up with for my entry yeah. or my introductory uh, thing uh, they use as a the show title. What is it? What? Uh, Break a leg. What was it? <laughs> it was. Uh, if you cause the wreck, you write the check, something like that. Uh, <laughs> no way. Yeah, and they used it as the the main thing. My face is like the the thumbnail art for it. It was on Hulu. I think they took it down because they had a six month uh, contract with Hulu. That's so um, cool. But season two of Judge Steve Harvey is about to come out. They just filmed it a few months ago, so it'll come out sometime this year. So I'm sure that'll pop back up somewhere. Right. That is so cool. Uh-huh. The show is cool. I watched it. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um. What's your favorite thing to talk about on your show? Oh, everything. I everything? Yeah, we, we, we do. Um, we're kind of retooling a little bit just for uh, strategic purposes. We're doing more like uh, TV shows or movies or things that we were like. Because I, if I go to brunch, that's what I'm talking about with my friends. You know, did right. you watch this? Did you catch that? What do you think about that? And so it's really just the show is really just me giving my opinion on whatever is going on, essentially. How many people are on your show? Um, there's five people all together uh, we rotate people in and out we'll bring in like um like last week we had a, a friend of the show come in and just kind of hang out like we like i like to have a lot of people just because i like the energy of everything yeah, yeah. and um so we'll have we'll, or somebody's out sick we'll have somebody come in so we're always kind of interchanging the cast out um but there's like a, a good solid five that are usually on that's cool though Keeps yeah it entertaining cool. yeah and then tell us about your character you created. You have yeah. created several characters yeah. in the past, but the, I this, love characters. This one now specifically is like really yeah, it's taken, taken off. off. Um, so yeah, I've done characters my whole life. I like I said, everything I do is rooted in comedy, but um, it's hard to do as you get older. It's hard to like in high school. It's easy easy to do characters. You show up at like a, a high school party or something like that. And you come in as doing a character or a bit. But like as you get older, you can't really do that, or people think you're weird. <laughs> uh, so the characters we do do are like one-off characters on the radio show, and uh, you know they just kind of live for that bit, and then they disappear. Um, but this character we get to do now, or I get to do now, is uh, is a lot of fun, and we have found its home. Um, so during the pandemic, there I was on social media a lot more, and I would see people. We all know we all have either friends or family that are like this, where it's the guy with the baseball hat and the like the the big sunglasses and they're sitting in their truck and they're always talking about conspiracy theories and what's wrong with America and they know how to fix it and all that kind of stuff, which is funny to me because I know these guys, right? And they know how to fix America, but they're on their fifth marriage. You know, they're, they're behind on the child support. Like they don't know how to fix their own lives, but they can fix America. And so I always thought that was a funny kind of like oxymoron type uh, deal. And I always wanted to kind of do a character about that. Um, and then during, you know, the lockdown, a lot of these guys started, I saw more and more on my feed. And so I'm like, I got to make a character about this. So I went on Amazon and bought a costume that I thought would work. And it's more of an extreme, like right wing, right, yeah. conser- you know, a uh, conspiracy theorist guy. And uh, 
I did a video that was just like uh, on, on a Sunday morning one day and we put it up and uh, a lot of people liked it and it actually started getting really uh, some good traction, um, especially in Russia. What? <laughs> yeah. So no a lot way. of the traffic was coming from Russia. And so YouTube shadow banned it, which means that uh, you can't search for it. You, you have to like go oh to the no. page and look for it. So, uh, it, but I didn't care if anybody saw it or not. It was just something I needed to do on my own because I thought it was just funny to do. And um, somebody was like, you should do more with this character. And I'm like, well, I don't know what else. Like, it was fun to do that. I don't know what else to do. And uh, then when it got shadow banned, I'm like, well, if this character was a real guy, he would make another video talking about how he got shadow, he got shadow banned <laughs> and he's against all this. The media companies are against him and all that. So then we shot another like just absolute ridiculous video where I'm throwing this uh, balloon dummy around in this really uh, shady park somewhere around here and uh, had to roll down a mountain with it. It was a whole thing. Um, and we just try to keep that character alive. We just still really didn't know what we were going to do with it. And then it wasn't until last year when the whole Andrew Tate stuff started coming out. Yeah. And he was saying stuff that I that I thought was funny, in my opinion, because it's just so ridiculous. Some of the stuff he was saying. And uh, I thought, well, that's a perfect avenue for my character, Patriot Pete, who uh, would be like the redneck Andrew Tate. And so we uh, we in redneck, October. Redneck Andrew Tate. <laughs> yeah. And so in October, we just shot for like 45 minutes, just a bunch of these little shorts, just um, you know, just wild stuff, whatever. We were just pitching ideas and we'd shoot it right away. And we started putting that online. And then by early November, they started to like videos started to pick up and go viral. Like uh, in, I think six weeks, we had like 5 million views across all platforms wow. with this one character. And so like, we found its Avenue. Right. So then uh, we, we haven't shot anything new until a couple of weeks ago. And we started, we decided we we're going to do a, a short podcast with it so we can get more content and, Still push it out, but also try to push more long form with this guy. And uh, it's working really well. In fact, we're shooting two more episodes tomorrow with him. So With him. He's talking yeah. like it does nothing with him. Well, it's because it's, it's, it's two different, it's two different minds. Like, I can't... Writing for, this, for, the, for Patriot Pete is so difficult when I'm not in the getup. What? I have like, to be, for real? You yeah. have to dress up. To I have to see that. It's like your alter ego. You yeah. can't be him. You gotta be in character. I can't think that ridiculous until I make So I had to... It's a whole process. So tomorrow, I'll, for like 10 minutes, I'll get dressed. I'll probably be listening to some country music, which I hate country music. <laughs> that helps me get in the character. And and then we'll start... Uh, I'll put the little dip in. I, he dips. The character dips. Oh I don't. Oh, my God. But it's not real dip. It's a little... Uh, it's just <laughs> shredded beef jerky and Coke Zero. <laughs> Nice. Um, but I'll start doing that and I'll start getting it. And then once that character clicks in, it's a totally different mindset. And I can sit here all day and just come up with wacky stuff that I couldn't come up with. Like we're, <laughs> we've been trying to write these two episodes for two weeks and I've got some notes, but it, it'll all flesh out tomorrow. Wow. Like once Keith I'm Ledger when he yeah. rolls the that's Joker. My, that's my Joker. Yeah. Is, uh, okay. is, yeah. I'm sending dead <laughs> rats method, to people and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. That is really awesome. It's like, um, it's like you're a drag. <laughs> yeah it kind of yeah. is in fact we have an idea i don't know if we'll ever do this but i had an idea of like you know the problem with drag in america patriot pete investigates video right and so from the top up from the neck up he's patriot pete with the mustache and the hat and the glasses and then from the the, the neck down he's in drag and he's trying oh. to infiltrate the uh, drag uh, we have a lot of drag friends so yes, get jeffrey back on the show <laughs> uh, justin yeah Jeff cut yeah I know I've been trying to do something with Justin for a long time so well we saw him last night and it just made me think of that because um he said he's shy unless he's, he's in, drag. in drag yeah I can see that yeah and it kind of gives you that alter ego so that made me think of your mm -hmm. Patriot Pete yeah <laughs> I can see that though mm-hmm 
that's funny though what great ideas i can't wait to see where that character goes and then that character has to come on the show one time yeah <laughs> to interview patriot pete yeah you got, he, he does some whiskey he, he might dip so the funny thing about the character like so the video that we shot the very first video you know what he was saying is so ridiculous and crazy um but what i thought would be even funnier in my mind i think this is hilarious is as he's saying this ridiculous stuff he would be spitting in his dip cup Oh, God. But he wouldn't hide it. It would just be like dripping down oh, the chin. Oh, Lord. And he would never clean it up. And so throughout the, the nine-minute video of him <laughs> ranting about stuff, he just, every now and then, will take a break and dip, and it just gets drippier and drippier and drippier. Oh, God. I, I saw that video. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the funniest thing. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. It's like I'd be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do you want to tell us that's important? Dating life? Uh. Yeah, I mean, I go out to eat, and uh, you know, I'll have uh, the girl of the week or whatever. But uh, I try not to. I'm really, I'm really busy, so it's very, mm. it, you know, it's difficult to uh, maintain because I'm always doing something. Like just coming here today was a whole ordeal, you know, to do this to do your show. You know, I'm sorry, I flew in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, no, but we're really busy and we're really focused. So I do go out probably once a week or every couple of weeks with you know whoever. But uh, yeah. Not anything serious no. at this point. Yeah. I feel like would, I hear that a lot. Would you like to? Like, not right now. Not no. right now. There, you know, when, I'm, when I'm slower, then yeah. And I think it's more out of boredom, which I don't think is a good, probably uh, a good uh, foundation Reason. for dating. Yeah. Um, but I'll, that's when I usually, I'll settle down for a little bit and then I get bored and I want to start something else. So they're either with it or, or against it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. Right now, I just enjoy going out. I love going out to eat. You do? Yeah. What's That's your, my favorite thing. Like, what's your favorite? Where do you Restaurant? Like to go? Yeah. Uh, Fearings at the Ritz-Carlton is my favorite. I've never been there. Really good. Um, but I, that's my favorite. I try to treat myself or whoever I'm with. Uh, it's been a little bit more difficult to do once a week, like the past couple of months. So I'll do like maybe t- every other week or something like that. But you like the nice restaurant. Yeah. That's I like. Well, I just like any restaurant nice with any good restaurant. foods. Yeah. Like we were at Honor Bar this weekend. Uh, that's that's not a super nice restaurant, but it's I like you know I like Highland Park and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, they have the best crab salad. They do. Honestly, <gasps> yeah, yes, it's really? so good. I get it every time. My I favorite is a trout dip. Oh, I haven't had it's that. It's so good. I, I will crave it good. and I'll go there and get the trout dip. Honor Bar is really good. That sounds really good. Actually, now I'm out. craving that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Yeah, you're welcome. It's so great. Tell them I sent you. They'll give you. A, I get a kickback. <laughs> Would you do segments with us? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's do question of the day. All right. <laughs> the two posh girls ask the question of the day. All right, all right, all right. So, let's see. Out of all the questions, I just saw strippers, and then I was like, okay, let me ask this one. <laughs> <laughs> strippers got him excited. <laughs> so I said, would you be mad at your fiance if they had strippers at their bachelor bachelorette party? <clears throat> no. I don't think so either. I would. <laughs> I, yeah. I wouldn't think that's cool. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't either. It wouldn't bother me. <laughs> At all. I can give a better dance than any stripper anyway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, I'm just waiting on Gino so I can just, I'll be like, yeah, what he said. <laughs> I mean, I would be somewhere in the middle. I'd be on the fence. 
So say um, you were going to get married and your fiance had a bachelorette party and you didn't know, but her friends got yeah. like this guy. I just feel very you know. weird about it. Yeah. But it's like such a thing. I mean, I was, I had a bachelorette party and a midget stripper came. Oh my God. And then it was I would be okay with that. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then I don't. competition. Right. People go to LeBaron. Well, I mean, for my size, it probably is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. (laughs) But then, you know, girls will go to LeBaron. It's like so harmless to me. I feel like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Especially if they didn't know, you know, and the. Yeah. It's like you're in trouble. I mean, that's true. That's fair. Yeah, I think it's one thing like if, you know, it's a bachelorette party or bachelor party, but then it's another thing like if you go All, regularly, yeah, you of know, course. and then it becomes a problem. See, I think it's it only is a problem when it's like this group of guys that go to Miami on a yacht and then they bring in strippers. Right. Did you have this personal experience? That was very, very, very specific. I didn't have it, but I heard it's of it. It's this guy who's in Boats Miami. and hoes. <laughs> I wouldn't be okay with that. I think, I think it's funny though that my mom says that when for years, when I was younger, <laughs> my mom was getting strippers consistently for her friends. Monkey strippers for my dad. With tassels, like a monkey, a real monkey stripped for my dad. A monkey? A monkey. It's the funniest video I've ever seen. Oh my God. It's a chimp. And then my mom and her friends had a stripper couple. There's this photo, you guys, of me, and I'm in a pink, like, foofy, like, quinceanera dress. I'm little, and all of her friends are together, and there's two strippers there (laughs) stripping at a club, and I'm at a house, and I'm just standing there like it's normal. That's, that began. story is only partially true. <laughs> I've seen the photo. There's one stripper. Okay, the guy. For Larry. But weren't they a couple, the girl and the guy? It was just a, a policeman stripper. But didn't you guys have a... We had... Yes, <laughs> this came Wait, about... So how are you not okay with strippers the oh, yeah, other that's way? that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's because like what you just said, I changed my answer. I said, oh. it, when you didn't know, it's fine. Like, it's funny as yeah. a... As a gag kind of thing but when you plan it like i just said that's what my thought was well they're all going to vegas and they're the yes. whole plan is to go yes. to, that's yeah, a that, whole thing i would have weird. a problem right. with yeah. yeah well to miami on a yacht with yeah. all the girls not okay with that <laughs> Who i feel that? something happened i know, yeah. I know. <laughs> no, no. and the yacht's <laughs> name was <laughs> they're in miami on yeah. a yacht yeah. <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> uh, really funny no but we did have Someone got me a stripper for my birthday and it happened to be this guy <laughs> who had the same birth date as me. And then we got him as a joke for all my friends' birthdays. Like he would yeah, show up funny. everywhere. Yeah. He was just like our stripper friend. And then his <laughs> girlfriend, we would start getting her for all the guys for their yeah. birthdays. He was just funny. It's hilarious. I've had, I think, two of my exes, but they told me, they're like, hey, this is the scenario that's happening it wasn't like i find out three weeks later oh yeah we had a stripper at the house like or you find out on instagram or a yeah Snapchat. that's where i'd find it weird but yeah, right. yeah. like talk that's fine yeah that, it's funny communication yeah. communication communication all right it's middle um we have the board that comes back <laughs> wait i need to i need to erase <laughs> anal rimming real quick good <laughs> Let's get that we one are off. now erasing oh, no. anal. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come off. 
permanent marker. No, I just have to make it. Okay. So oh, okay. God. Oh, God. Are you sure that wasn't a permanent marker? Yeah, it's a dry It's kind of started, but. All right. Am I spinning it again? Go ahead, or is Michael Gino. spinning it? No, Gino, this is board is for you. Yes. <laughs> this is your idea. And you get to do this. All I would do the it, time. but I have a broken leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. party with Miss Polly segment. Go ahead, Let's see, Gino, what to get. Good luck. <laughs> The price is right. Again. Ain't no ribbing again? Stop. <laughs> I tried to erase it. Spin it again. Uh, Say it on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, maybe, period, sex. <laughs> I like when Gino says <laughs> My answer would be yes, no, maybe. Yes, no, or maybe. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. just depends on the situation. <laughs> I mean, she can't get her pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. I find it odd and immature if men are weird about it, to be honest. Not that big of a deal. I don't think. It's kind of a little messy. I just have a towel. Yeah. And it's so easy. So you don't have those towels? Extra lube. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have, you're not like, stocked up on the towels? Like the tide of Omaha Beach. <laughs> I just think it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. That is not a big deal. No. I think. But you picked a good one for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a safe one. That was, that one was an easy one. Yeah. I, we tried to kind of balance it. Thank you. <laughs> for Gino. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Michael, do you like them a little more tame also? I'm sorry. What? Do you <laughs> like the Do you like the questions a little oh, bit yeah. more tame? Yeah, for for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if if we were out somewhere, I would I would be talking, but I'm very cautious about you know where is this yes. broadcasting yes. and all that. What stuff, about so. at a table with your mom and sister? <laughs> <laughs> See, I understand your your Thank concern you. about the whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm team on Gino. Your side. You, yeah, team Gino. I'm gonna come up with a shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> team Gino, so, team Michael. Yeah. Michael, have you noticed I like to make Gino as uncomfortable? Yeah, and I, yeah, I love it, do it, yeah, but well. also feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm in the middle too. I right. Yeah. Like, you know it's good for the show. Yeah, it's great. So. <laughs> I, my yes. uncle was on one time, my mom's brother, and we were talking about uh, sex simple. injuries, and he put sunglasses on he was putting stuff on his head he was trying to hide he's like oh my god it's my niece i'm like freaking out it's very funny the more he was freaking out the worse she got it was hilarious i just like to make people uncomfortable um gossip segment does anyone have any gossip michael do you have any gossip no michael doesn't strike me as a gossip person but if i did know something i would tell everyone anyway it's it's a very open book so i don't have any you don't know anybody, anything like nothing. You mm-hmm. in the big world, LA and everything, nothing. You know? Yeah, nothing. Because mm. usually I don't pay attention to. <laughs> Somebody could tell me something, and I'm not paying attention whatsoever. <laughs> you don't know it's gossip. Yeah, I'm eating my burger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any either. Cruise, do you? Country club yeah. tennis affairs are going strong. I know about that stuff. Ooh, really? Oh, oh yeah, multiple, multiple, multiple coaches. What? Yeah, married, married women, no. coaches. Oh yeah. What? Did they get so, fired for that? You tennis coaches, man. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. <laughs> but it's it's rampant. It's going really? on. Really? Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of married women get extra le- <laughs> extra lessons. I thought you were gonna say lap dances. <laughs> <laughs> they get extra lessons. That has some of the pros. always wow happening. Always. Mm-hmm. They're bored at home with their husband, probably an old husband, and they just want a young tennis pro. At the country club. At the country club. Yeah. 
Gina, I have sure some- you're not. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> I have some big gossip, but that comes next episode. Oh, um, cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, cliffhanger. Give us something. Oh, just a crazy situation that happened to me with something like the Tinder swindler, but that was. And mom was really brave because I thought this person was going to maybe murder her. For- was this on a <laughs> boat <honest>. in Miami? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a bar. Well, um. Say that again. Thank you, Michael, for coming on the show. No, Finally, thank you, for me. Thank you I Michael. Want Patriot Pete to come back, but give everyone your social media handles where they oh. can find you. Uh, so I'm my personal ones. I'm never really on, but mine are just at Michael Zavala everywhere. Z a v a l a, and then uh, the show is mznow.tv. You can go there and get all the links and stuff. And then uh, the studio is mzstudiosdallas.com. Best studio ever you well, thank you need to come here and um support this amazing it's a just a, a world it's a playground well, i like to describe it as a playground of creatives we yes. all we're all just building something and yes. helping each other out that's what it's all about yes and everyone follow us on all our social media platforms as well and tell your friends and family about us thank you for thank listening you. Hi, I'm Olivia Gooley. I'm one of the Gossip Girls here at Two Posh Podcasts. You can find me on Instagram at Liv's World. And if you need me, I'll be crying in my Bentley. <laughs> I'm Marcella, co-host of the Two Posh Podcast. You can find me on all social media platforms, Marcella Ranieri. You can also find me on TikTok, Marcella Ranieri 7. And I say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> my name is Cruz Kaffer. You can find me on Instagram at... And that's pretty much it. And let's do some tequila together on the next show. If you enjoy listening to our show, please follow Two Posh Podcast on all social media handles and tell all your family and friends about it. And Two Posh Podcast is on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, don't hesitate to leave us a review, comments, feedback, or ask us any questions. And follow me on my personal social media on Instagram at Gabby.talks and Facebook at Gabrielle Kendler Gilmore. And I have no secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.